Okay, go. From Memphis, a city whose lakes, streams, and rivers are bone dry, it's the Talking Paragraphs podcast. Uh, speaking as a man who lives down on the Illinois River in his double-wide trailer with his half-blood brother, it's Memphis Paul. Joined, as ever, a man whose youthful exuberance and open and healthy pores speak to time spent in the pool. It's Dan Finney. Dan, how are you? <laughs> yes, my youthful exuberance. It takes me 20 minutes to walk to the pool and 25 minutes to walk back. But it's, it's like Coronado's gold, the um, <laughs> fountain of life. Yeah. It is a mere 10 by 15 foot square aquifer of life-giving wow. uh, nutrients. Uh, it has been fun. The pool did open late, like two weeks late, because oh. of various rain and yeah. tile issues, but... Uh, it's been open two days and I visited two days uh, and uh, it's been nice to get a little exercise for the knees that doesn't hurt Yeah. in the process of doing it you just sort of have to be ginger right cool so that, ideal for that. it refreshes and uh, it also stretches exerts the body you're, you're drinking some uh, chocolate milk now I am, you've got to get that Got to get a little protein post game. Uh, uh, but prior to that, there was a, there was a beer or, or a, more than that, a beer. Normally I had two I, beers. I had. I, I, I do the alcohol segment, the drink of the week, but uh, we're not being paid. We're not endorsed. There's no uh, sure. McKenzie dog, Spuds McKenzie, or right Swedish bikini team. I mean, maybe other. one of your cats could be. Some kind of alcohol-related cat. Yeah. I mean, but I, I don't even know if your cat's even like you, let alone a woman to go into some kind of long-term contract work. You like Morris? Morris the cat did. Yeah. There were many well, Morrises, but... Yeah. Um, um, you, you've been in the pool, It's uh, and it's good to do that when it's hot. It's yeah. hot here. It's hot here in Memphis. Yes. The cats, they're reacting to the heat. Uh, their principal reaction is to uh, stretch to their full limits, you know. Yeah. Like normally you see a cat just walking. Uh, but if it wants to be heavy, a cat will, you know, compress its uh, density. Sure. To, to be too heavy to lift up, you know, compared to normal circumstance. Yeah. It'll also stretch out. So it's like, right. oh, I didn't know these cats could stretch that far. But apparently that's like a heat uh, evacuation technique. Like, I'm just yeah. going to be stretched all the way out. I'm going to find some concrete, which apparently is cooler than anywhere else. Uh, so I feel like photos of the cats in that picture, it's yeah. like, if you didn't know better, they, they're probably drunk. You know, they, they, <laughs> they've had some. They might have Schlitz, had some catnip. Some Schlitz malt liquor. Sure. Or a little smart well, cocktail or a joint or something. They did something. And they, they've enjoyed it and they're stretched out. Edibles. Yeah. They did something. Or some Lunchables. Who knows? You never know what the modern cats taste fancy are. Candy uh, are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Not, I don't want to steal your drink segment. I don't want you to feel threatened. Uh, I've offered it to you on a platter. You, you, you did. Um, just like I offered you the opening, and look at the delight that that's been. Well, uh, it segued into this pool topic. So it, it did. I, it, I it checked uh, a box. Seamlessly, seamlessly well played. Checked a box, yes. You're, uh, so I, I had two Pilsners. Uh, in uh, screw top aluminum cans. What's the brand? Can we, uh, the can brand is the brand is Miller Lite. Yeah, I like uh, I like a good Pilsner. 
Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it tastes great, and it was less filling. Yeah. Uh, it was both. I, I mean, the argument is unnecessary because it, is, it both tastes great and it is less filling. Yeah. I those, were some, was... those were some classic commercials. Sure. We talk, they had. We talk, uh, we talk about Bud McKenzie and the Swedish Bikini team. They would always have two athletes. Uh, yeah. Seemingly paired together. Well, they had uh, Bob Euchre was in a couple of those commercials. Yeah. Of course, being from Milwaukee, where that's brewed. Uh, I know they had George Steinbrenner and Billy Martin oh. on there. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was funny, given their bizarre history. I saw a tweet the other day. Did you? Uh, and it referenced Bob Euchre and um, Bob Gibson. The famous yeah. angry fireballing St. Louis Cardinal pitcher. Right. It was a team photo, and the tweet said that they were secretly holding hands. And I think if you squint at the photo, Bob Gibson is like smiling, like maybe the first time ever. Yeah, maybe I the only that, time. I think that's I think that's what needed to happen in Rogue One. It's like, <laughs> hey, you know, I haven't been getting quite the performance I was looking for. You know, the sun's out. Uh, you had a nice dinner. You know, I'm just not I'm not getting the emotional resonance I was looking for. Yeah. We, we brought in Bob Euchre. He's going to shake your hand. You know, yeah. I don't know what will happen. But She's we're British, try though. It. I don't know. I don't know we're if the lady it. who played Jen Urso oh, is going to understand how British. funny Bob Euchre is. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll brew an Earl tea, Earl Grey tea cup maybe. here. Give it to you. Maybe that. Patrick Stewart. I don't know. Uh, a, a chocolate digestive, you know, Dodger jammy treat to, drink, to eat with that. I don't jammy know. Dodger, we're, yeah. That we're going to try be. anything at this point. Here's a biscuit. Yeah. Jen Urso was just not a smiling person. No. What can I tell you? Yeah. You know, uh, Star Wars is not a smiling activity either. So it's not. It's, uh, the, uh, it, the 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 uh, space, you know, it's not a not an easy place for man. You know, uh, you, you uh, take the spacesuit off, you get punctured that, and you're dead. Your your tin can floating through space and time, and that I think that was in her mind because she was just you know bummed out uh, royally. But that was uh, I took us off. The, uh, you mentioned Bob Euchre and a Miller Light ad, and that, that took me off of tweets. Still there, Dan? Can you hear me now? I, I can. Okay. I, I feel like I lost you there for a good... You did. I wasn't seconds. saying there was an incident with the microphone. It's been fixed. Yeah. I'll cut all that out. Do, do we know where we were? We were talking about... Uh, Bob Euchre, Jin or so, and Star Wars not being fun. She, yeah, uh, she she wouldn't smile, but maybe Bob Euchre could help because he's funny. Yeah, he got he got Bob Gibson to smile, and he was in Miller Lite ads, which you drank at the pool. So I think we're back. We're back, winding back towards. Uh, you know, Euchre was on Carson one night. You know, on those reruns I watch. Yeah, and he was. Recalling that story, oh, the Bob Gibson and, handshake. Yeah, he said they both they, they both got fined by the Cardinals because they mm -hmm. had to shoot the picture again, sure. retouch it or something. Yeah, he didn't want to imply anything. What? But... what that they were friends, or that Bob Gibson could smile, and uh, oh, that would affect the CRA. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We've come a long way. Uh, yeah. So more accepting as a society now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, w I wouldn't. Uh, I just remember that's just what he said. So it's not mm -hmm. for me to judge. Well, there's critics of how we are doing as a society. Right. But we I, both like our jobs, so we're not well, going to say anything about that. Well, I, all I'm saying is. 
you hear that story like that yeah. that's the way life was and and it feels like relative to that story yeah pro- progress has been made but that's sure. that's that's as much as I'll I'll comment well here's where we're losing ground paul oh i you know i've i've complained about this a number of times okay Fr- frank thomas is a hall of fame yeah. first baseman designated hitter and- from and pitch man. All right. Well, we'll get to that. From the Chicago White Sox, although yes. he played for the A's and a couple other teams at the end of his career. Um, he, okay. he, uh, he's most frequently seen these days in commercials for testosterone boosters. Uh, and he's mostly talking about how, you know, it'll help you big build big muscles and mm-hmm. feel like you're 16 again. And yeah, but then then he does this thing okay. where he winks at you, oh. and he said she'll like it too. Yeah. The obvious implication being that this pill will uh, enhance your sexual performance. It'll be, it'll be like you spent 20 minutes in a pool. You know, you'll be a new person. Yeah. Uh, I, well, 20 minutes, 20 minutes in a pool, is, in my experience, has not done a lot for uh, sexual enhancement. But uh, in terms of shrinkage, if, if we have to be specific. But, <laughs> more of a George Costanza effect than Frank Yeah, I th- that's been my experience through yeah. the years. Not. Uh, not not whatever low T thing he's hawking. So, you know, I've made my peace with the, this guy who made, you know, at least $100 million playing professional baseball. And maybe he got screwed by his agent. You know, apparently mm-hmm. all of these athletes were screwed by their agents at some point. Right. Uh, I mean, I read this book I'm reading about Johnny Carson. His he was screwed by his first agents oh. made him virtually penniless when he was doing one of the most popular shows in television history. Uh, yeah. and so I'll give you that. Maybe he got screwed by his agents or he was a gambler. I don't know. Yeah. He needs some cash and this, these are the people who are offering. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to let that slide. But then the latest one I saw, he's like showing, there's like examples of doofuses who've not taken the low T and they're oh. just barely getting by trying yeah. to do lawn work. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, can't get yeah. the mower started or, yeah. you know, can't get this, can't get these leaves in this bag. It's like, well, they, so the guy. The guy's trying to start his lawnmower, but he doesn't have the muscle density in his arm to pull that lever back to get right. it going. Is that it? Yeah, it's just too much for him. Yeah, oh, some of these commercials they'll have like the the before picture in yeah. black and white uh, film, so that they look even more drained of life and vitality, <laughs> like they've just been sucked on by a vampire. Yeah. Well. So they do a couple of those, and then they go by, well, here's a guy who knows how to uh, use enhanced tea, and it's, okay. it's fucking Doug Flutie. Yeah. And I'm like, not Doug Flutie. Does, does he like, look vibrant? Too. He looks is fine. He, is he on first. stilts? Do they, do they boost him up a little <laughs> taller? He's, I mean, He's throwing the ball around, but I'm like, yeah. you know, that epic moment with Boston College was a long time ago. And that, and I think... I think his tea was flowing on that one play. I'll give him that. And he kicked around the league pretty well. You he know, did. he had a fine career. He you had Flutie Flakes, the cereal that were popular in <laughs> Buffalo. Okay. I mean, when you're challenging Mike Tomzak and um, uh, who's the other guy? Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, for starts. That, that, right. That's a sign of high tea. Yeah. If you're in contention for starts with those giants in and, the game, and he didn't win, <laughs> I mean, there was a time for T replacement for Doug Flutie, and it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how old a man he is. I don't know if he's in his 
Uh, well, maybe early 60s, whatever. Well, like, there's a point where you just don't need tea anymore. Like, yeah. you just, you know, you reach a point where you're like, eh, I'm just going to take a knee. You're not you you're know. not driving down the field with the Boston College team anymore? Well, you know, I, I, I've been watching this old man show starring okay. Jeff Bridges. Wow. We're, the, we're, the we're hitting the card uh, we're hitting the card uh, topics uh, our, our fast and Nancy, hard here. Our, our apologies I, to Nancy Gilchrist. Well, I want to make a joke before we get into this. All I, right. I just, I just hope that they didn't have his lineman next to him because I, I just feel like that would, uh, like. You mean hey. Doug Flutie? One, one of Doug Flutie's linemen was. Uh, that could have been the neighbor who couldn't get the leaves in the bag. I don't know. I'm just saying those are big guys. You know these yeah. these offensive linemen. He, he uh, you know, it's like, wait, you're not a big guy. And now I'm reminded with your former lineman around you that uh, every play was a rollout, either left or right, because you couldn't see over them. They're probably, they probably have all died from concussion syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so on, on to uh, other. Uh, well, what I was saying is like. Uh-huh. Doug Flutie, you don't need any more tea. Like you've done all the high tea activity that you're going to well, do in this lifetime. You had done a terrific transition to this new FX show, right? And you shit on it. That's fine. Uh, that happens. That's how what? this podcast works. <laughs> I wanted to get a couple half-hearted jokes in first. That's all right. Yeah. We're 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 a simpatico. Yeah. So the reason I brought the old man up was because. Uh, Jeff Bridges, the dude, yeah. Yeah. plays. I don't. It's not really clear what he was, but it's some kind of secret agent thing. But he's old now, mm-hmm. and they've in it. He plays opposite. Um, oh, what the hell, uh, John, John Lithgow. Right. So they're both they're both old. Is it is it made yeah. understood that which which of the old men is which? Because they're both older. Well, I think Jeff Bridges is the bigger star. Yeah, he's you know he's he's the old. They're both old. Man. He's in, he's on the ad campaign. I've seen right. his picture, not with Gal. Yeah, some you know sometimes they throw a curveball with these things. Uh, yeah, not not really what I was getting at, but I I see right, right I see your line of thinking. Uh, so in this, he gets he's some kind of secret agent, and he's been hiding. Yeah, uh, only having occasional conversations with his daughter mm-hmm. uh, by cell phone. Oh. And he, so the agents come for him at some point because some chic or some asshole from the Mideast wants revenge on him for yeah. some shit that he was doing on behest of yeah. some spooky stolen rug. Stolen rug. Yeah. So it could be stole, they stole his rug. Uh, mm-hmm. And the dude, dude went to Iraq to get his rug back, yeah, uh, or Afghanistan or wherever the fuck. Who knows? Anyway, uh, he ends up getting in a fight with two younger agents. Oh, and it's the one. I, what I like is when you have fight scenes. Mm-hmm. I like them to be as little choreographed as possible. By which I mean, I want it to look like they're actually fighting for their lives in these situations, yeah. rather than like, you know, these superhero kung fu matrix style uh, kinds of things where every move is planned and every move. Yeah. And so, in the scene, he kills one guy by running him over with a car. That's so that that's win that's a, one. That's a solid move. That's a good yes. old man move. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, so he has to go duke it out hand to hand with the other guy, uh, and that guy they pound on each other. I mean, yeah. the dude gets in some shots, but the yeah. other guy is younger and faster, and yeah. the dude's trying to put some kind of finishing move on the guy that'll break his neck or uh-huh. some shit, but he can't quite pull it off because yeah. he's too old and stiff. Yeah. Yeah. The guy finally gets him down and zip tied. And he whistles for his dogs. He's got a couple of attack dogs. And they come and, like, you know, the try dude, to shoot. Lebowski shoot the, has dogs. 
Yeah, Lebowski has dogs now. Yeah. I mean, who, who are you going to bring? Donnie? I mean, he's dead. And Sobchak's in no shape to handle this situation. Walter? He's lost, he's lost some weight. So he's, he has. Hulk isn't he there. Has. But he took up some. He took up the boxing. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. And you don't. I mean, I don't think you want the Jesus in on this. Yeah. So I don't know. And and Maud seems more of a lover than a fighter. So. Uh yeah. Maybe, maybe the stranger. Sam Elliott. Yeah, maybe Sam Elliott would be worth a shit, but he's pretty fucking old too. He so. he is old. Yeah, he's closer to the eight zero. That'd be. I think Jeff Bridges is seventy put, years just past. Yeah. You bring him in, and you're even more confused. Now there's three old men. Yeah, how many old yeah, men? Looks, yeah, is this no country for old men? Is this, yeah. you know whatever. It, well, it's more like nothing but old men. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a great fight scene. Yeah. Because you know, it didn't like things didn't work. People missed with punches. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the other thing I liked about it was the dude uh, had a lot of pluck. So, like, oh. you know, the guy, he gets him in the back of the uh, car and he's got him zip tied hand and foot. And the dude's got like a, like a knife in his pocket and he clips his feet free and kicks the guy in the head and wrecks the car. Yeah. Uh, and the dog somehow catch up with him and fuck him up, fuck up the FBI guy. Uh, and so then later in the uh, the show that he like gets his go bag, and mm-hmm. you know he's got his past fake passports and the classic spy go bag. You, know, you got your mm-hmm. gun and face passports and different license plates for a car and whatever. Uh, well, but at one ar- point, like your arthritis cream, you know. Yeah, yeah. Joints, <laughs> right. medicines, backup prescriptions. That comes up name. in the in the second episode. Yeah. That comes up like he's like, oh yeah, I got to get my statins refilled, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in yeah, at one point he's like trying to steal a tire from a junkyard, and he's trying yeah. to get the wheel off, and he's you know he's too tired, and he has to sit down and stop. And then you see him when he like takes his shirt off when he gets to his safe house. He's all fucked up. Like he's, he's got a little bit of yeah. beer gut. Yeah. You know, and you're like, uh, this guy has low T and he's doing okay. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like like, after... like look how much ass he's kicked and he's got low T. Yeah. Well, I have two have two comments at this point. One Yeah. That was a long the, way around to get that low tea back, but we made it. It was. It was a long voyage. <laughs> the longest low tea commercial on record. Yeah. Uh, that episode. But I, I, I feel like after the fight, you know, it's like he's got him zip tied. He's, there's a little break. Yeah. And he and he goes and he gets, you know, maybe he goes into the glove box and uh, like a, pull, pulls out some medicine. And it's like, oh, some what are Five-hour energy. He's got some five-hour tea. Well, I'm going to say it's his emergency blood pressure pill. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, I get in a fight, it spikes. My blood pressure yeah. spikes. I need to get back. Yeah. My doctor says I should take one if I, you know, have to exert myself, <laughs> you know, in the middle of the day. But if you feel don't it, you know, I'll take the pill. Don't, don't you have one of those? I, yes. That's where the yeah. joke's coming from. I know. Flight I understand. I, I was just curious. Have you Have you pulled one of those out? Because uh, I've gotten amped up during this podcast, and sometimes I no, not during the podcast. One back. No, not I, I would I would assume that there'd be like a meeting or something. Like, like if I had oh. one of those, I would be like, oh man, I gotta go take my pill. Like, uh, like at every meeting. Like I'm getting frustrated at work by just yeah. chatter and whatnot. I'm just sure. I'm gobbling these like uh, one of those one of those candies where you pop the thing. Uh, Smarties? I don't know. No, it's it, it used to be kind of a collectible thing because the top of it that popped the um, the thing out of the cylinder. Anyway, uh, we'll figure it out eventually. I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll post a comment. Popped, uh, popped candy out of a cylinder. Um, 
It looks like a, a cigarette lighter in the shape, but it's got a head to it, and the, they're kind of collectible because the Pez, uh, Pez dispensers. Uh, yes, yeah. that's it. That's yeah, what you're I taking was, your blood, so you're taking your high blood pressure I'm, like a. I'm Pez popping them like yeah, like yeah. Pez I got candies. you. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. Anyway, so that's I've got a collectible Spider-Man one here right by the studio. So yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you saw that and decided not to know what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> Anywho, I, did, uh, I didn't understand it. Old, you know, you yeah. can't get angry with me for the way that you describe things because well, I usually decode it. I'm not. I'm not upset about that. I'm upset and, you didn't get it, and then went on to talk about this collectible in the apartment that would have solved. Uh, the mental block. <laughs> anyway, the the old man move with the car. I feel like that yeah. is especially uh, smart because it's like, even if it's like one car run into another car, he's probably got like a Dodge Dart or a Plymouth Valiant. Other guy's got a Camaro that's just made of fiberglass. It's, that's just going to fold, right? Like a, a, like a tin tin can starting. Yeah, hit him with some sort of. SUV. I don't, it's it was an older SUV, but yeah. that's uh, older a older people do drive bigger cars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So on on the uh, on the plus side, though, we've made a couple of Lebowski references here. We we did we did and we we we've kind of used we, the card, but we didn't. You know, right? We weren't. We, so we talked about, about it. We talked about <laughs> this earlier in the week. Is like. What you told me to do when I watched the show, because I hadn't watched the first two episodes yet. What you told me to do was see how many parallels there are between The Big Lebowski, Jeff Bridges' finest movie, and possibly the finest movie ever made. Well, and, I just wanted to make some jokes. That's right. all I care about. Cheap laughs. And The Old Man. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what oh. I found. And oh, wow. pre prepare your material. Okay. Uh, I need you to be mentally nimble. Yeah, that's not uh, like that. I'll pop one of those pills. I'll help <laughs> you give me a boost. Get the pest dispenser out. Get the, get some ginkoba. Use use a Marilyn Monroe one, maybe a uh, uh, Credible Elvis. Hulk. Whatever you got to do. Elvis, Batman, Elvis. We'll we'll get to Elvis later. That's right. Uh, you're trying to move the card forward. I see you, but uh, so here's here's something I noticed. Yeah, in his in the cabin that we first meet the character in, mm. uh, the man does have a very nice rug that ties yeah. the kitchen together. Sure, sure, that's that's deliberate. Some some show dresser, you know, right? Said, "Oh, I know what this guy did." I'm going to get a rug. We need a rug. Yeah. Yeah. And in the second episode, he goes on a date oh. with the property manager where he's staying. And this oh. lady is like age appropriate. She, She's got a kid in college. Wait, she, is she this a date? Out. Is it like dinner after she does her inter interpretive art uh, no. performance? No, that'd be, on, she's, that'd be on the nose. That would be. She's not. So far, all we know about her is that her husband, uh, her ex-husband, shorts the alimony payments, yeah. and her son's tuition check bounced because she ripped him off. Her sure he ripped her off like forty-one bucks. Yeah. And then they go to dinner, like. Mm -hmm. When he gets there, he had rented the room, and when oh. he gets there, like she's like, "Well, the listing said no dogs," mm -hmm. and so he seduces her so that he can keep a dog in his apartment. Two dogs that have sure. killed yes. an FBI agent for him. Well, I, I'm and not his, saying that the dog and answered the German commands. Sure. I so, like that. yeah, that's that's, that's a that's. That's, that's a dash a of realism. Well, and that's more of a... It is, yes. But that's also a good callback to Magnum P.I. Yeah. With uh, with uh, Higgins. Zeus and Apollo. Yeah, the, yeah. Two, uh, the two Doberman pinchers. Yeah. Yeah, so in the, in the scene, 
uh, <clears throat> he like fakes that he has car trouble and has to have oh. a tow truck. Come. I don't know if he yeah. fakes it or not, but they, he called the tow truck. But then uh, he like gets her to let him stay by making her food, like some meal. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I need two months rent in advance as a security deposit. And uh, you make meals three times a week. The groceries are on your own. Okay. Fine. So we don't, some time passes. And she shows up and she's like, uh, I wanted to ask you to have dinner. And she's like, oh, is it uh, my time, night for dinner? She's like, no, I, I wanted to take you to dinner. Okay. Uh, so there's a moment where Jeff Bridges has a look on his face, like a quizzical look, mm-hmm. like that moment where Maude drops her robe. And, and then he <laughs> says, oh, that's yeah. my robe, you know, in the blink glass. And this one, he's like, oh, okay, sure, why not? I know. I know. So they go out to dinner, and she gets out her little pill caddy, and she's like, well, I guess that's kind of embarrassing. Wait, so she's taking pills now. Well, she's an age-appropriate yeah. date for the dude. Yeah. You know, uh, and she's like, uh, she's like, well, that's kind of embarrassing, you know. And he's like, well, what do you got? And he digs into his pocket and he pulls out his own pill caddy. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got a statin. She's like, oh, I got a statin. You know, it's like, well, I got whatever, some pill that helps him. It's supposed to help with memory, but she said it probably doesn't do that. And he's like, yeah, but my wife died of some horrible dementia disease. So whatever, we try whatever. You know, so they talk about their ailments for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, well, this feels like a realistic conversation between two old people, one of whom has low T and (laughs) uh, whatever she has low of. Yeah. But the dinner goes well enough that she seduces him. Uh, At least I think. It's hard to say. Because uh, there's a little bit of an unreliable unreli- narrator going on. Yeah. Well, because uh, he didn't take his pill. He didn't take his memory pill. So we don't know. Well, uh, that's, that's just I don't want to ruin it for you because I'd really like you yeah. to watch it because it's really good. Uh, but there is. Uh, so that's the, the only other moment where I thought, oh, I see the dude yeah. here is like they're talking about their pills and their shitty past relationships or the way their yeah. spouses left or whatever. Well, and, when and they, the, waiter, mm-hmm. the waiter comes up. He's like, would you guys like a wine list? And then, and he's like, yeah. I like the book, like the dude, you said, yeah, I'll, I'll take a wine list. And she's like, yeah, and they, but they say, yeah, in unison. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, worthy, it's a worthy show. It's the most excited I've been about a show that's not Star Wars or Marvel, those yeah. shows I'm tired of now. I, I don't want anymore. Uh, I just I'm done. Even Doctor Who, I don't I don't want anymore. Yeah, I've I'm, I'll just want to live in the past. There's like if, a, they were, if they were yeah. remaking the GI Joe cartoon right now with a new GI Joe cartoon that was supposed to be based off of the cartoon that we watched when we were kids, I'd be like, nah, I'll just watch the old one. I don't. Uh, uh, it's a, I don't it's trust a, you not to fuck this up. It's a risk, yeah. Yeah. You do. You do need like enough things. We're, we're moving. I had some reactions to your story. My bad. I moved away too fast. Let's go back. Yeah. To... So when they towed the car, it also had a credence yeah. tape in there, which that was a callback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I feel. I feel like that would actually work well in real life. I mean. You put these things in, in shows because it, it adds some verisimilitude, to, but yeah, uh, like I feel like uh, if I was on like a speed date or something or first date, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna get my pill caddy out of the sure. dinner. I feel like that would be very humanizing or yeah, it would lead to like, oh, yeah, I take that, I take one of those pills too, right? Uh, 
And uh, I mean, it's more in common than I would normally have with another with, human. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. So anyway, that's what I do. Uh, uh, the only people I date are other people who have mental illness. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is my depression pill. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't like the side effects. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what you're taking that didn't work for me, you know. Oh, you taking clonopin for anxiety? Yeah, yeah. I took four or five of them just to get in the car. Yeah, I know what you mean. So uh, we had we'd spun this into another point, which now I because I didn't take my Cove, I forget where we. <laughs> we pivoted away from the this. I was to, oh, I was just saying oh, you were you were disappointed in Marvel and um, uh, Doctor Who recently. I I I agree with you. What my response to that was going to be that you kind of need like some assurances, like oh hey I've been hurt before, uh, <laughs> like. This woman that's in the Star Wars film that's showing up, I, you know, I liked it, but you know, I haven't seen her smile once during any of the previews. That's right. So, so like, I, I'm just going to shy away from that. I don't trust it. That I saw a story, and it's this auteur. He, he's done some other stuff. I, maybe he's Hawaiian. This. Um, I'm being insensitive because I'm not respecting his cultural origin, but it's one of these Microsoft Star articles where you're just, you know, pull well, on I, just it hope, up. I hope to God he didn't cast Emma Stone in the movie. I think he's smarter than that, but he's yeah. doing a movie that's set in the um, Star Wars universe, you know. Oh, good. And um, he's like, yeah, I think we're tired of these. You know, we don't want to know what Chewbacca's grandmother was like or this other thing. <laughs> and maybe it's time for some new characters. And it's like, you know what? This this person sounds like a a reasonable human being. And, the, and this right. other stuff he'd done was interesting. So it's like, you know what? Uh, I've been hurt before and I'm going to tentatively, you know, I'm not going to get my hopes up very high, but I, I might watch this guy's thing, his take on it. You know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I saw that story. I, I too, don't know the guy's name. Uh, mm. But I remember reading that quote, and I was thinking, that's right, because The Mandalorian was pretty good. Because you didn't have any idea who this guy was. Yeah. Or, or the guy played by, uh, what's his name, from the uh, uh, from Breaking Bad. You had Baby Yoda, so we've seen Yoda, but we haven't seen Baby Yoda. Right. He, it's the, basically a different, uh, and it's not even Yoda; it's the same species, right? So the, you know, the occasional, they but they also created other like there was the guy played by uh, the guy who played Apollo Creed. Mm -hmm. That guy was on there, and there was that sheriff played by the guy who always plays kind of a rustic sheriff, Tim something or other. Sam Elliott. Not Sam Elliott, but, you know, I'll take Sam yeah. Elliott in Star Wars. And they had, uh, they created that Carrick Dune character who was like, you know, a badass female rebel. Yeah. Uh, she, she was, before she opened her mouth in well, real life. I've been, thinking about, I've been thinking yeah. about that a lot lately because. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually know what she said. I don't know. I think it was something to do with gay people or maybe trans people. I don't really know because I don't. I don't follow everybody on Twitter that I watch on TV. Right. And but I just know that like instantly she was one. She was warned, and then they were like, "Okay, you're out of here." But I. I feel bad about that. Not. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for almost anybody who loses their job over this sort of yeah. thing, but I, I feel bad about it because it was a new character. There yeah. could have been a lot of other, there could have been a, there could have been comics just about this character. Yeah. Uh, there could have been, she could have had her own series. Uh, and she's off doing her own thing now. That's more Republican mm -hmm. targeted and whatever. And I, that's fine. Yeah. I don't, good for her. I just like, we lost, that's a loss of a character. And they were talking about, like, oh, well, let's recast her. 
or whatever, but I, she did a good job being a Carano. There was a, a character. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I know you're probably never going to read the Game of Thrones books. I tried uh, to read but, the first one. I, I got pretty yeah. deep into the first one. Well, I I maintain that you, you probably are not going to read them. Here's but, here's how far I got is uh, when the was it the king came to ask Ned Stark to help him win a war. Yeah, that's as far as I got. Great, excellent. Anyway, <laughs> there's You're a chapter unimpressed by that. Yeah, there's a chapter in the in the series. Yeah. Where, you know, there's a lot of water under the bridge, and these people show up at this tavern, and it's like... Is this the uh, Red Wedding? No. no, no. Oh. Is that dwarf guy in this scene? I, I don't know. Okay. Excuse me, little person. I, I don't know what he is. I'm just saying, I don't know who's... I actually don't know who's in the scene. Oh, okay. Uh, but... You know, it's it's later in the series. They've it's Gina Carano in the scene. There's there's been ups and downs, yeah. and uh, it's just this little tavern, and uh, it's kind of a crossing point between different locations. So yeah. the, this little tavern it has nothing to do with the series, yeah. Um, but they. You know, it's like, oh, look, they're here again. Uh, maybe it's a different group of people. You know, whoever was up the first time they were there is down, and there's, you know, people died, and, you know, th- things are crappy. And the, the bartender, the matron that owns the business is like, uh, oh, yeah, you guys are on this side of this conflict. Uh, I know you guys hate this other family. And you think that he was horrible, but and, it, and maybe he was horrible, but uh, like the land was peaceful then. Mm-hmm. So for my like as a little person, my little narrow window into this uh, geopolitics, I thought he was great because you know the last ten years, you guys, you know, there's the fields are full of blood. Uh, everyone's dead. Uh, the harvest didn't come in because you know it was all this fighting. Yeah. So that's the comparison to this person who's like, yeah, you open your mouth because uh, you wanted to say this, and that upset these other people, and so Disney decided to pull this. And we're the little people in this story. It's like we just liked yeah. your, your character, and we, you know, maybe it would have made for a good comic. Uh, that was the whole point of that uh, story. Uh, I, uh, it it wasn't. It, it was a good point, and mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that I resisted making a dragon joke. Well, you you made all the other jokes, uh, <laughs> but so I, that's, that segment I make, went along longer than it could have. I, I didn't make a dragon joke, and I didn't make a winter is coming joke. Okay, well, yeah. which are the only two things I know about Game of Thrones. Which is really the TV show? Yeah, isn't oh. the actual thing called a Game of Thrones? The books, I mean, could be. It's uh, been a while, you know. I'll, I'll brush up on my knowledge of this in five years when the next book comes out, uh, whatever yeah. it is. Well, he may all, die. All, all that is to say that uh, I, it was well written, like these books, yeah. and there's little moments like that. Uh, I, I just say that to highlight. Uh, uh, Happen to describe it as a wretched hive of scum and villainy. I, I'm not aware. I don't remember that. Okay, that's a Star that, Wars line. You wouldn't know that. Yeah, was that was that in Empire Strikes Back? No, it was in the original Star Wars. But yeah. Star Wars isn't your bag, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so we we have a pin here in the Elvis movie. I only really that's, have one thing. To say about this, set it up. He's Memphis's favorite son. Yes, uh, he's from Tupelo, Mississippi, but he loved Memphis, mm-hmm. where he was raised. Uh, okay. I, I just, 
how how far out will we go? Because the future. Well, no, we may not make, we may not make it to this podcast being posted, but. Elvis died in 77, 79, yeah. something like that. Uh, so it's been almost 50 years. Yeah. Um, since he died. And yeah. 60, 60 or 70 years since the peak of his fame. Like, who? Yeah. Who's interested who's, in this story? Who's watching this film? Like, are there enough boomers who well, still remember Elvis when he was king who aren't, you, just, who aren't uh, just slaked by a, an Elvis Greatest Hits on their Apple playlist that they need more drama um, of Elvis's life? If you're interested in Elvis, you could listen to his music. He, he made, yeah. like, 30 films. Yeah. You could, you could go to Graceland. Uh, right. But if that doesn't satisfy you, you're saying, wow, oh, this is a good film. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, it's not just boomers in the Western world. Like, if you go to Graceland, you see all kinds of, like, uh, uh, odd-dressed people. It's like, oh, these are Europeans. Movie, this movie, you're saying this movie's made for the Chinese, the Japanese it, markets? I'm saying it includes those markets. So it's like if you're the producer yeah. of this film, it's like, well, there's only so many old people in this country that still care about this. But, you know, some account, it's like, oh, don't forget about Eastern Europe or China or Latin America. Yeah. You know, uh, if we throw in a clip of... Uh, <clears throat> the the comedian whose name I'm blanking on the the young lady guy young lady uh, he's he's big in Europe uh, <laughs> Jerry Lewis that's right throw him in no one cares about him here but that'll we can add another three percent if we do that that one scene yeah. uh, I don't know that's, that's an interesting theory. Mm-hmm. I, I, I and it, it makes more sense than what I was thinking. I just thought, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I'm not, I, I, I know nothing about this. Is it a film that's in the theaters, or is it TNT? Or I, I, I uh, think it's a movie set for theaters. I think mm-hmm. it's a new. It's not. It's a new face playing Elvis. Meaning, sure. I don't know who the kid is. Uh, I don't. And it, you, I don't know what length of his life story you're trying to tell is it from superstardom to death or yeah. from birth to superstardom he's, he's or, in the army yeah you know is yeah. it Colonel Tom Parker who plays that guy you know he is he the bad guy loaded up with you know stormtrooper equipment or whatever I don't know Here's what uh, we know for sure about the Elvis movie is that Elvis was his tea was strong. It remained strong until he died on the toilet. Yeah, I think his tea was at flatlined at that point. Yeah. Uh, but back then we just didn't have the medicines we needed to get Elvis back to a hunk of hunk of burning love. What I like about Frank Thomas and those tea ads. Yeah. I like that the pill bottle is just massive. I like that. <laughs> right. And I like that he has a great head of hair. I feel like if you sign up to do the tea ads, it's like, hey, we're not only going to pay you, but we got this guy from the hair club for men. Uh, that that bottle Frank that Thomas bottle's... is completely bald. Are you saying the uh, the efficacy of the product is uh, less than or equal to the amount of hair on Frank Thomas's head? I feel like if you're selling low T, you don't want you don't want any gray or white hair. Right. 
So he's a shaven. He's a shaved head, like yeah. me. So yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So you found this nugget mm-hmm. cruising on the Microsoft Start page. Okay. Uh, this is I our centerpiece. Our centerpiece. What was our centerpiece? What the McDonald's thing? I mean, how far are we in? I don't know. Buried the lead, as it were. We 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 skipped over it and went into pool, and everything got lost. But we'll finish with these two retail items. Oh. Uh, Wait, we're not doing the McDonald's thing. No, we're doing that after this. Oh, all right, good. Yeah, we'll finish with those two. Excellent. Uh, We'll throw out Tom Hanks. We've heard enough from yeah. him. Yeah. And uh, right. the Michaels controversy. Fine. Uh, but this this guy you found who okay. uh, was fired, but uh, I think he's an American hero. Uh, there's going to be, you know, much like there's, I mean, they did a show about yeah. the OJ trial. Yeah. They'll, they're going to do a show about the Amber Heard uh, depth thing. There's just too much. Right. There's just too much interest to not. It's already that. in the works. Right. So, they, yeah, they'll do this one too. I don't know who they'll cast in any of the I'm, roles. They'll, they'll flush it out. But this is, yeah. I'm this not is sure where the story for it to die. Yeah. I'm not sure where this was. But a gas California. station attendant. It was California because oh. that's where the, the price is the highest. That's, that's, that's part of the resonance. It happened at some place that people care about. If this happened in Des Moines, Iowa, or Memphis, mm. Tennessee, it wouldn't have made the big right. news. But this is, would have uh, been noticed for days. Yeah, um, it wouldn't have been. And no one would have stolen the money. They'd be say, hey, your sign's wrong. Yeah. I'm Iowa nice. Let's fix this. I'm not taking you uh, uh, taking advantage here. So apparently this guy in California, either mm-hmm. intentionally or accidentally, yeah. I'm going to say accidentally, punched in the gas price mm-hmm. for, for the pumps at 69 cents a gallon. Yeah. Rather than $6.99 a gallon. Right. And a sizable amount of gas flowed out of the gas station. At that price, the uh, yeah, so the gas station someone took a loss on this, right? And the manager's like, What the hell, Ted? And it's like, Oh, I guess I didn't really notice. Uh, yeah, how like, do you, you how do you not you, notice? Yeah, you, you well, didn't notice green... that people were going out of here with like 70 gallons for you know, for 10 12 dollars. You didn't notice that? Well. Ten twelve dollars seems like a lot of money to pay for gas. I mean, three months ago that was about what people paid for gas. So per gallon, but not. <laughs> uh, you know, some people just uh, oh, I just need a little bit to tide me over. You know, in fact, yeah. that's what people are telling me uh, to try and cover up the fact that uh, they brought their lawnmower and their spare tanks and uh, uh, the boat. Yeah. <laughs> they brought the boat out to to fill up the jet ski. You know. They fill the bottom of the boat with gas. They're like, we'll yeah. take this home. Uh, right. I have a question. Didn't you have a, a near miss the other day where you were running low? So you, you yanked into the gas station, but all you had was like well, enough money for like a gallon and a half or something. No. Um, the machine wasn't reading my card, and I went to another uh, pump and didn't read it. Yeah. So eventually I walked inside and just paid. And it's one of those things, you know, I don't know how much it's going to be. So here's 20 bucks or whatever. Right. And 20 bucks, you know, that was like three clicks of the gas nozzle. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So this guy, he lost his job. Uh, <laughs> but I hope he did fill up his own car. You know, maybe there's a little severance package there, you know, filled up the lawnmower can. Uh, maybe. Maybe he's getting some honks of appreciation, you know, uh, from his neighbors. Right. Uh, uh, I I tell you right now, I would give this guy 69 cents. 
the hell to fight over. There's like a GoFundMe page. Yeah, just everybody gives 69 cents to this guy who thinks it's great that he bankrupted a gas station. Here's 69 cents. You know, I'd do that right now. Sure. Sure. Without without uh, worry of punishment or score. I mean, I'd buy the Funko Pop with that guy, the ga- that gas station tenant. His, if, if his it was action figure, cents, not <laughs> not six ninety nine. Like it's a special no. deal. It's a small, real small one, a very small yeah. one. Uh, one. I'm one saying time I'm waiting clearance. Yeah. Is what I'm saying, but I, I or, or just or just hope the comic shop misprices it. Right, any of those things yeah. will do. That's good. good. Uh, so the other big retail item was there's long a long been a long-standing theory mm. that two countries, yeah, who have who each have McDonald's within their borders have never gone to war. Mm. It's a it's an uh, old theory of politics re, you know the re- Kissinger yeah yeah the the idea Principle. that capitalism brings a uh, peace to uh, these countries faster than all the other kinds of uh, uh, yeah you you put down your deterrence or what have you that's right you put down your swords and you pick up your plowshares Right. You pick up your pickles and you put two on each burger (laughs) and you send it down the line. Yeah. You know, you got an onion guy and Yeah, any thoughts of aggression towards your neighbor disappear. (laughs) Well, it didn't hold because McDonald's I guess uh, is in Russia and Ukraine maybe. Somehow it disappeared, this, this principle. McDonald's patriotically left the Russian market like all the other corporations. But uh, those businesses were still there, supply chains, eager eager people that wanted right. to eat a hamburger. So that it's back. It's under a new guise. And they've titled it mm-hmm. uh, Very Russian. Uh, it translates to uh, what was it? what was it like? T- tasty, and that's it. Yeah. So I think that what that really means is don't expect a soft drink. You know, <laughs> you got a burger. Go home and dip it in some water. We, we don't want to hear about it. You know, get, this is not. A, there's no soda is that, here. Is that so? They're they're limiting expectations. Is that what? Uh, sure. It's interesting. That's not. That's normally not a marketing thing where it's like don't expect much for this product that we're offering. Right. It feels that feels too honest for what we, we what we do in America. Uh but it does it was interesting. I, I feel like the name of this, you know, you go into a restaurant here, it's uh McDonald's or Perkins or Denny's or Wendy's, you know, this this phrase and it's not even like Here's the founder's name, you know, McDonald's Brothers. T- tasty is just an adjective. It does like what are we buying? Is it a, is it a hamburger? Is it chicken? You know, fish sandwich. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not Long John Silver's because that's not tasty. You know that that in Russia that'd be you can eat it, but stay close to the restroom. That's that's the name of that business in Russia, you know, don't, don't, don't make any big plans. Don't operate any heavy machinery after you eat this, this fish thing <laughs> that we're selling you. That's, that's how they named that business over in Russia. Uh, and, and frankly, that's a great name. I, I, I wish, you know, that's what we should name it here. Uh, the Long John Silvers or Captain D's, whatever, whichever. I think they're about to say. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But it reminds me of other things that have and, you know, like War and Peace or War and Remembrance yeah. or Dr. Strange Love or How I Stopped Worrying and Love the Bomb. I mean, it's just a weird title. Yeah, Bed uh, Bath and Beyond. Yeah, that was a good, 
you know, we did a little prep work. Nancy doesn't yeah. like <clears throat> over prepped stuff, you know, which we're we've been faulted for sticking on the straight and narrow, not venturing off into weird odd topics. So that's good. That's a good note yeah. from her. But yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, what what's that? Is that all five? That's the Beyond stuff. Is it too high that you can you know you, we have a really tall guy to reach that stuff? Uh, they, got reach. Toilet, they got some uh, towels and toilet paper there. And... Beyond beyond your human comprehension. Um... <laughs> yeah. It's what? Even, what is it beyond? You're saying, uh, you're saying that the beyond, whatever the beyond is, can't possibly live up to the word beyond. It's it's yeah. something that cleanses, yeah, your colon. Yeah, um, it's just beyond anything you've ever experienced. I don't know. It's unclear. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything is a mystery, Paul. But Wrapped I, I'm, an enigma. You know these Russian people. I, uh, I I feel like they should settle down. You know, I think it's more their leader. Yeah, it's pulling the strings on this one. Uh, but uh, you know, everyone deserves their slice of human happiness, and I hope this uh, tasty and that's it. You know, provides a little of that. You know, I, I yeah. know it hasn't it hasn't preserved peace in our time, but uh, well, here's what you don't want: Here, Russia's at oh. war with the Ukraine. Okay, and you don't want the guy who's got his finger on the nuke to be rolling into work without his coffee. like <laughs> like you know he rolls in, he's like, I want the lava hot coffee uh, because. Not only does it help me stay at work, but it also burns my face yeah. directly to the window. Well, I think you know. I think you're onto something. But I my my theory is more like, hey, we've got spies in Russia, and the war's not going great. They want a quick result, and their their hands, you know, their finger, the, the trigger finger, it's just right over that red button that launches the nukes. Yeah, that I mean, they're they're minutes away from it, itchy finger time, and um, there's like there's a missile silo in this city, and here's where they build the stuff. So there's like you know, here's the locations. We're we're gonna get the McDonald's going back. I think that'll make them happy, and you know, maybe not all 500 uh, commercial units, but you know, in those three cities where the nukes are. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna send in some spies. Uh, there. <laughs> if you if he wants two Polynesian sauce, you know I know that's not policy, but he gets the two fucking Polynesian sauces. Okay, <laughs> that, that that guy with the missile finger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know the shake machine, whatever it takes. You know he wants a shot of vodka in there. That's fine. All sure. right. This is. That's. I think that's a movie I'd see. Uh, <laughs> The story I want to know is the this is the guy orders <laughs> the big Russian dignitary has his orders, okay, and, and he tries to uh, you know go toe to toe with this new <clears throat> Russian leadership. Like, oh. will the Russian will the shake machine, which is always broken in America, yeah. The Russians improve it, or yeah. like, will they do what they did during the Soviet era, which yeah. was say, "Oh, this starship does, uh, uh, or this uh, shake machine belongs uh, needs to be working at top efficiency," and they're like, "Well, you know, <laughs> the actual McDonald's that we stole all this yeah. stuff from." This was slated for destruction, yeah. you know, and then people. Then it becomes a shooting war. That's, uh, that's, what, I, that's what I worry about. Well, I, I feel like it's a great movie. There's a lot of scenes, you know. Every movie you want the classic scene. So there's the there's always the scene where the bomb's about to go off and the clock is counting down. Yeah, and the guy's sweating like, oh, what what color wire am I cutting? 
I feel like there's a guy sweating over the shape machine that you want that scene there. Um, you know, maybe there's like a supercomputer that runs the McDonald's. Yeah. And uh, they, they do that scene from uh, the Matthew Broderick movie where the, the someone's hacked in and is actually firing the missiles instead of it being a missile game. So it's like, oh, hey, computer play tic-tac-toe. And they play the tic-tac-toe and they realize that, you know, no one wins. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what game the computer plays, but it's like, hey. Probably know, Tetris. We, yeah, sure. That, that, that's a good Russian game. That's right. Perfect. Uh, nobody, nobody knows how dangerous Tetris is. Yeah, better they start, than you, so. right. They start playing chess, but that's complicated. No one knows how a chess game is. Let's switch, right. switch over to Tetris, you know. So it's like, yeah. okay, my computer normally wouldn't let you get two Polynesian sauces, but you know, this is right. this is humanity. Every sorting that dispenses a couple to this guy, itchy finger guy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, this is uh, this is at least as good as that Elvis film. Uh, well, and, ti- and timely for our uh, geopolitical. Oh, you, you opened this fine podcast. Sure. I will take it upon myself to close. Oh, it. oh, okay. Well, we've we've gotten through most of the card. But and, right, uh, I, I normally close this out, but I started. Yeah, you started. I I, I feel like I should close. All right. Uh, so coming in from coming in from the bullpen. Uh, for the world's most dangerous accountant, I am a future middle school teacher yeah. saying behave and be kind and thanks for listening. Well, I guess we can close the file on that one.